Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. Usually I read the scripture first thing before diving into the sermon, but today I'm going to alter the order just a little bit because I want to bring to our attention a few things about this beautiful and peculiar uh, stretch of scripture here. There are parts of this teaching of Jesus that, that are just not really clear, and the original hearers didn't completely follow what Jesus was, was saying either. So Jesus needs to explain, and the question is whether he clarified or confused the matter more. So as I read this portion of Scripture from John's Gospel, chapter 10, the first 10 verses, listen for what might have been the confusion. Jesus says, Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Do you understand the confusion? Who is whom? Let's count. We have four uh, different people or groups, right? One, the thieves and the bandits. That's group one. Number two, the shepherd. Number three, the gatekeeper. And number four, the sheep. So who are the thieves and the bandits? It's not terribly clear. What we do know about them is they do not enter uh, in from the gate like they're supposed to do. We do know that the sheep do not listen to them because they don't recognize their voice. We know that they've come only to steal, kill, and destroy. But, but who do they represent? Are, are they false prophets, a certain group of Jewish leaders, Anybody who preys on others, 
email me if you're sure. Number two, the shepherd. Okay, this one should be easy, right? We know Jesus is the good shepherd. The good shepherd is a common biblical image for Jesus. In fact, there's a chance if you've got your Bible with you and your Bible has one of those headings that the heading of this portion of Scripture is Jesus the good shepherd. And I read through verse 10, verse 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Okay. If Jesus is the shepherd, who is the gatekeeper? Hang with me here. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. If if Jesus is the shepherd, who opens the gate for Jesus? And do the sheep hear the shepherd's voice or the gatekeeper's voice? It's not entirely clear. Do you see why the early listeners might have been confused? So catch this. The listeners are puzzled, so Jesus goes to clarify. And in order to clarify, Jesus says, I am the gate. Now Jesus is not the shepherd, not the gatekeeper. Jesus is the gate itself. He says it twice, I am the gate. Well, if Jesus is the gate, then who is the shepherd Who is the gatekeeper? I suppose the sheep are all of us, but now I'm kind of confused too. So, decided to look, look for help to see whether this is written as an allegory or a parable. You remember from your high school English class that an allegory, if it's an allegory, each of these nouns stands for someone or something in particular. If it's a parable, it's not necessarily true that they stand for something in particular, but it's a moral lesson in story form. And we often get a clue. You know, there are many times that the Scripture says, Jesus spoke to them in parables, say. So, I look, look. John says, it is a figure of speech. So that's not all that clear either. But still, when Jesus goes to clarify, he says twice that he is the gate. Just before verse 11, when he says, I am the good shepherd. Well, while you are working on whether Jesus is the gate or the gatekeeper or the shepherd, Let me share with you what has become for me the most wonderful and liberating part of this passage for me. When I read it this past week, this was the aha for me in reading John 10 this time. It's that the gate is intended to keep sheep in and safe. You see, my experience with gates is that they're usually intended to keep people out. You know, a gated community usually has that little brick hut with the security guard in there making sure that only authorized people can come in. The gate 
opens only for those who are authorized. And when I go see friends who live in those communities, I show my driver's license, and they check. They check carefully to make sure I'm on the clipboard to determine whether or not I have the right to pass through that gate. My experience has been that gates keep people out. Or the, the gates at the airport where the dogs pace and the TSA agents bark. I did not say that backwards. Dogs pace, TSA agents bark. But they're there to make sure that only the right people get through. Gates, in my mind, have been intended to keep people out. But I'm struck by this image of Jesus, however confusing some parts of it might be, Gate, gatekeeper, shepherd, they are all intending to keep the sheep in and keep the sheep safe. Thieves and bandits intend to do harm, but Jesus is protecting the ones he loves. My grandmother's church had a painting or a stained glass, I don't remember which, but it was, it was depicting Jesus as shepherd and Jesus uh, had a lamb in his lap, and the, and, and it, the the image looked safe and loving and warm. But my childhood images of Jesus as gatekeeper were just the opposite. Jesus at the gate checking my credentials like a TSA agent. Do I have the right documentation to get in? Some of the preachers of my childhood would frighten me to review whether or not I had all the right credentials to get through the gate. Could I remember the exact time and date when I was saved? They painted a picture of a frowning Jesus who stood at the gate with his arms crossed, looking down at me while I scrambled for my credentials to see if I could get in. But whatever parts of this biblical passage are still confusing to me, I'm no longer confused by competing images of Jesus. Because Jesus, whether shepherd, gate, or gatekeeper, is not presented as the one at the gate checking credentials, but the one who is guarding the sheep against forces that intend to do them harm. And a guarding and protecting Jesus is a helpful and welcome picture for me right now. With so much threat, we find refuge in the love of God, in that shepherd image. And oh, by the way, there are plenty of thieves who still want to come and steal and kill and destroy. There are still many forces that try to sneak in. We keep talking about the unseen threat of the virus, but there are other threats around us as well. I saw on a government consumer website uh, this week uh, a list of all the scams that are happening because of the virus. They're callers calling senior adults to offer them a COVID-19 kit. 
or an update on their Medicare benefits related to the virus. All you need to do is just uh, confirm your credit card number for me and your shipping address, please. I'm getting uh, rather familiar with Zoom, as many of you are. Last week, I had a Zoom call conference with a friend of mine in Florida. She's a a divorce attorney who lives there. She told me that during this stay-in-place mandate, she is particularly worried for households. She said that one in seven people suffer from some form of domestic abuse. And that with stress levels high, everybody at home, alcohol use up. With stay-at-home orders, meaning that folks don't feel like they have any place else they can go, she's concerned. The shepherd means safety for the sheep. The gate is not intended to keep the sheep out but to keep them in and protected from the threat. By the way, this this statistic about abuse is real. If this is true for you or someone you love, please reach out to somebody at your church and let us find the help. There are religious leaders exploiting this current crisis calling for irresponsible behavior. There are employers who are demanding unsafe practices just to keep production up. There are all kinds of bandits. But it's the intention of the shepherd, the gatekeeper, to provide safety, but more. This is my favorite part. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy But I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Life, there's that word again that we talk about so much in the sermons. Zoe in the Greek, not just biology, but life with its fullness and its safety, purpose. Jesus has come to provide a haven, a protection against those who intend to do harm. But more, Jesus has come that you might have life that overflows, that that comes out over the rim and spills out onto the floor. Heather, Miss Heather was talking earlier about her grandmother's lunch table. It's life that has quality and purpose and abundance and direction. And the first step to life abundant is a relationship with the one who loves you and the one who, when he calls, you recognize his voice. Jesus is not the angry TSA agent trying to keep you locked out of life eternal. Jesus says that he came in order to give you the safe eternal life you, you, you yearn for. The thief has come to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it abundantly.
Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church.